With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, good evening. Good evening to you. Uh, welcome to Women of Grace Evening Study. Um, I'm Sister Grace, Voice in the Wilderness, and we are picking up uh, where we left off this morning in Lesson 19 of our Roman study. Forgive me for being late, my grandson. He talked me into watching a movie on my computer, so I'm basically I'm on my tablet. So if you hear any clicking in the background, that's that's me moving back and forth between the uh, screens. But uh, let us go into prayer. Thank you, Father God, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Father, for who you are and what you have done for us, O oh Lord. We thank you that you are all the while at work on the inside of us to do of your good will and pleasure. We thank you, Father, that you... Illuminate our hearts and our mind that we may understand what the Spirit is saying to us, the church, individually. We thank you, Father, in the name of your Son, Yeshua HaMashiach, we pray. Amen. Well, uh, give me a minute, beloved. Um, we'll be talking about the inward work for good that the Lord is doing on the inside of us. The inward work for our good. This morning's study um, was a good study uh, in Romans, talking about the how outward works, how God works all things together for our good. Hallelujah to them that love God and to them that have been called according to his purpose. And this is part seven. Of, um, of Romans chapter 8, lesson 19, that we are talking about. Give me a minute, beloved. I want to uh, get this together so I can move on and move to my next page. Well, glory to God. God is wonderful and he is worthy to be praised hallelujah today was a beautiful day hallelujah it was a awesome blessed day on today glory to god and if you would hallelujah if you would turn your swords to romans chapter 8 romans chapter 8 i'm sorry Turn your swords to James chapter 1. Hold your place at verse 2. That's James chapter 1. 
And we're going to uh, verse 2 through 4, but hold your place there at James chapter 1. Our inward good. God is working all things, working things together for our inward good. But of even greater importance is the good that these adverse circumstances are working within us. For the Lord uses these very difficulties as instruments to develop in us his ultimate goal, the character of his son. Just as a loving father plans the best future for his son or his daughter, taking him or her through the educational program that is best suited for him or her to reach their full potential. Our Heavenly Father uses life's circumstances to bring out our full potential in Christ. Through every situation, the Lord has one thing in mind. The fulfillment of Christ's glory, the fulfillment of His glorious plan for us. God has a plan already working for you hallelujah the day that you were conceived hallelujah god had a plan and a purpose for you and just as a loving father encourages his son through the difficulties he or she may face in life wait waiting wanting more than anything else that character be developed in him through his problems so our Heavenly Father's burning desires to develop the character of Jesus in us and circumstances become the tools in His hand for His purpose. And many of us, beloved, we don't like some of the circumstances that we find ourselves in. You know, because the enemy will use that circumstance to work against you and not for your good. So this is why it's important that uh, we continue in prayer and stay focused in the word of God, seeking his kingdom and his righteousness. Hallelujah. Making sure that we are holding the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God against the attacks of the enemy. James tells us, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, when you face trials of many kinds. And goes on to say why. Because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. And the end result of this quality of perseverance developed within us is that we will be mature and complete, not lacking anything and what does he mean by not lacking anything lacking anything in your spirit in your soul man let's go to romans uh, james chapter 1 verse 20 uh verse chapter 1 hallelujah verse 2 through 4 and i'm going to look up the word perseverance so that we will have a clear understanding of what the word perseverance means. See, beloved, if you don't, if you haven't been through nothing, and you've been sheltered all your life, 
everything been handed to you to a in a to a, as a platter. Hallelujah. You have not first uh, uh, faced any troubles or trials or circumstances on your own. Hallelujah. You will never know where your faith is at until you face that trial, until you end that trial. But the word perseverance means steady persistence in adhering to a course of action, a belief or a purpose steadfastness and I often talked about the palm trees palm trees their roots go deep down into the earth not just halfway but deep down into the earth because there's the water uh, according to scientists there is a river uh, uh, reservoirs in our earth under the earth crust so the palm tree its roots go deep down into the soil. And when a storm comes, that palm tree, if it's rooted down deep enough, it would not, hallelujah, be uprooted by the heavy winds. Glory to God. And, and we are to be like the palm trees, rooted steadfast in, the, in our faith in Christ, in his promises and in the word of God. Um, they talk about Christianity. Those who have been chosen by God will continue in a state of grace. Grace means God un uh, merited favor, undeserved favor to the end and will finally be saved. Perseverance. Continued steadily or a continued steady belief or efforts with, withstanding discouragement or difficulties persistence that when you're going through a trial or tribulation the Holy Spirit will drop a, a verse a scripture verse in your heart for you to stand on and that standing being steady and trusting in the promises of God in the scriptures for a certain situation uh, many suffer from the spirit of abandonment but if you find it, you, you will find in the scriptures in the book of Romans, matter of fact, Romans chapter 8, that nothing shall separate you from the love of God, Christ, the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. And Jesus himself said that I will never leave you nor forsake you. And you also find in the book of Psalms that God said that when your father and your mother forsake you, that he will take you up. Perseverance. We, hallelujah, must learn to persevere through difficulties because our faith is being developed through these circumstances. The trying of your faith. Hallelujah. That we may be complete lacking nothing spiritually. It is designed to grow us in the things of Christ. To grow us in the things of God that we may be kingdom people. Hallelujah. In James chapter 1, James chapter 1, verse 2 through 4 reads, Consider it nothing but joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you fall into various trials. He said, consider it joy. And I know, beloved, that it's hard, 
hallelujah, to consider trials and tribulations joyful because they're painful and they're not. But God wants to bring us to that point that we trust and believe that God is going to deliver us out of that trial. And this is why we need to learn to rejoice in the trial. Verse 3, he said, Blessed assured that the testing of your faith through experience produces endurance leading to spiritual maturity and enter peace. He said, be assured that the testing, beloved, of your faith through experience produces endurance leading to spiritual maturity and enter peace. Hallelujah. So our trials and our the various trials, our testings, they come to test our faith. Will you trust God in this situation? Will you stand firm and persevere in this situation? See, because our faith must be trusted, just like um, relationships, hallelujah, have to be tested. To see whether that is a true friend or not. And many times when things get tough, they run. Hallelujah. They drop the bag. They run. They abandon you. They don't want to, hallelujah, deal with the circumstances. So they leave. But God wants us to totally put our trust in him. Not to lean to our own understanding of things, but to totally put our trust in him. Here... The Amplified Commentary reads, Trials, these are outward circumstances, conflicts, sufferings, and troubles encountered by all believers. Not just some, not just a few, but all. See, you have to understand, beloved, that when you receive Christ the Messiah as your Lord and Savior, you became a target from of Satan. Why? Because you changed your alliance to the kingdom of God. You made a commitment to live for God and your faith in Jesus. Hallelujah. And, and the enemy is not happy about that when you change your alliance. So you are automatically a target. If anybody ever told you that receiving Christ was going to be a bed of roses, beloved, don't believe it, don't receive it. Matter of fact, you run from that teacher because that teacher's false. Walking with Christ, there is a price to walking with Christ. The, 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 the gift of salvation, it is free. Yes, it is free. Hallelujah. But we must know that we have an enemy. Satan is real, beloved. He is not um, this imaginary figure that we see on TV with the horns and the, the tail and he's red. No, he is a real angel. Hallelujah. And he hates you with a deep passion. Why? Because God has set his love on you. Glory to God. And that God has given you dominion. He has given you dominion. When you receive Christ and you are born again of what in the spirit, that dominion that God gave Adam in the beginning before the fall is reinstated to you. So you have power and you have authority 
over the enemy in any trial, in any conflict, in anything that you face. Hallelujah. You have not because you ask not. The enemy is beating you, beating you, beating you because you don't know who you are in Christ. You have power and authority and that you are sitting with Christ. You're sitting in Christ on the right hand of God. So you have power and authority. It says there are outward circumstances, conflicts, sufferings, and troubles encountered by all believers. Trials are not pleasant and may be extremely grievous. But believers are to consider them as opportunities for rejoicing. Troubles and difficulties are a tool which refines and purifies our faith. Notice it said that troubles and difficulties are tools which refines and purifies our faith. You know, when gold is melted, the purpose of them melting gold is that the dross, the dross, all the impurities come to the surface. And at the bottom you have pure gold. And our trials and our troubles and our difficulties are designed to bring up the impurities in our soul. Hallelujah. That we may be delivered, hallelujah, from the, the enemy. From the, from the characteristics of the enemy. See, when you, uh, before you became born again, a child of the living God, you spent most of your life living for the kingdom of darkness, learning about the things of the kingdom of darkness, chasing the flesh all into self, and God allowed trials to come to, to purge that from you, that you may be refined and, and made into the image of Christ. See, Christ was selfless. He was not, he was selfless. Glory to God. He was selfless. Hallelujah. So um, the troubles and difficulties are tools that refines our faith in God. It refines us and purifies our faith. Now, if you allow the Holy Spirit to teach you, Hallelujah. Your faith will increase. Faith is just simple trust in God's promises. That he is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he needs to repent. He said that he will do it, he will do it. God is a God of his word. And faith is just simple, total trust. Not trusting in yourself. Not trusting in your job, not trusting in your friend, but putting your total trust and confidence in God the Father. Hallelujah. In his promises. The same trust that Abraham had. When God told Abraham that he was going to have a seed from his own loins, Abraham did not question God. He did not test God. He did not, he did not doubt. He believed God because God said it. Hallelujah. Also, trials and difficulties uh, are tools, refines, and purifies our faith, producing patience and endurance. 
patience and endurance. Now, if you pray and ask the Father, Lord, give me more patience, then you're asking him to give you more trials and tribulations. Hallelujah. And in those trials and tribulations, he is producing patience, endurance. Hallelujah. You will find out with me, beloved, that it's good to have you a dictionary at hand. Hallelujah. So that we can look up certain words so we can get a clear understanding of what God is trying to say. Hallelujah. And this is part of being a disciple, being a student of Christ. The word endurance means the act, quality, or power of withstanding hardship or stress. The state or fact of persevering, and we found out what persevering was. Hallelujah. The, capac the capacity state or an assistance of enduring. Something endured a hardship, strain, or... See, God wants us to learn to endure. He is preparing us for the end days. He is preparing us, hallelujah, for his kingdom. And when we must learn how to endure hardship, we must learn how to endure persecution. We must learn how to endure it with patience without complaining. We must learn how to endure hardship, endurance, the ability to continue or last, stamina, lasting quality duration. We as believers must have stamina. See, because the enemy is going to come to attack when you least expect it. And we must learn to be prepared, hallelujah, for our enemy, and many in the church today, beloved, they do not believe that there's an enemy. Hallelujah. They do not believe that there's an adversary that is roaming around like a lion seeking who he, whom he can devour. Glory to God. And we talked earlier this morning that the enemy, two, two things, hallelujah, we talked about him getting permission from the Father and we giving him legal access. Glory to God. We talked about that this morning. That when it comes to um, the enemy wanting to sift you, he has to ask the Father for permission. See, every human being that walks up on the planet of the earth is not a child of God. Only those that have been born again of water and the spirit. And because they're born of water and the spirit, they belong to Yahweh. And Satan has to ask Yahweh for permission. We read in the book of Job how Satan entered, hallelujah, there was a court session going on in heaven before the throne. And all the angels, and Satan included, presented themselves before the Lord. And God began to point out Job, and, and, and Satan wanted to sift Job. 
Satan began to accuse God of protecting him. So God was on trial before all the angels. But uh, Satan had to have permission to even try and test Job. The test was that, Father, if you remove all these things from him, if you take away the hedge from around him, he will curse you. That was the test. That was the challenge. So God allowed him. And any time when trials and tribulations enter our life, one is, is for one or two reasons. One, because our faith is being tried. Remember, Satan is the accuser of the brethren, so our faith is going to be tried. And two, we give him legal access. If you have any unconfessed sin in your life, that is a door that is open that the enemy can enter in. Hallelujah. Testing of our faith. The word that is translated into this phrase occurs only here and in 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 7. The term was used for coins that were genuine and not debased. The aim of trying is not to destroy or afflict, but to purge and to refine. Patience here transcends the idea of bearing affliction. It includes the idea of standing fast under pressure with a staying power that turns adversaries into opportunity, adversities into opportunity. I'm telling you, beloved, if you're going through anything in your life right now, any trial that you are against, I guarantee you, if you begin to praise God, if you begin to praise God for all that he has done in your life, if you begin to pull up that record of the things that God has done for you and begin to praise him, your faith will increase. Hallelujah. Worry will have to flee. Doubt would have to run. If you begin to praise God in the midst of the storm, if you begin to just stand in the eye of the storm and begin to see God in the middle of that storm, that your God is bigger than any trial, any tribulation in your life. If you begin to praise him in advance for deliverance, if you begin to praise him in advance for that new job, if you just begin to praise him for all the things that he has already done for you, your faith will increase. You will find yourself getting stronger. You will find peace in the midst of a storm. I mean, beloved, all hell is breaking out around you. Satan is even throwing the kitchen sink at you. But when you begin to praise God, things begin to change. See, because you have power and authority in the atmosphere to change the very atmosphere when you begin to praise God. Hallelujah. But if you sitting up listening to sad songs, catering to your flesh, woe is me, things are not going to change, beloved. You're not going to get strong, and I'm just going to keep it real with you. Hallelujah. In the beginning, yes, it's hard, and this takes practice. 
Whenever you go to church and you see somebody praising God, they're praising God for a reason. They're going through something. You may not know that they're going through something because they're praising God. Hallelujah. We must come to that place that we begin to praise God. Forget about who's on the left and who's on the right, who's before us and who's behind us. If you got something to praise God about, you praise him. Hallelujah. Praise him in the singing and in the dancing. Give him all the glory and the praise because he's God. And he is the only one that can deliver you from your trials and your tribulations. Remember that it only comes to try your faith, to strengthen you, to remove the impurities that you have obtained from the time that you were born to the time that you were born again. Those things have to be removed. Hallelujah. Where did I leave off? Huh? Uh, verse 4. And let endurance have its perfect result and do a thorough work. See, what well, we must allow the Holy Spirit to do a work in us. If we're murmuring and we're complaining, that displeases God. He, we, don't, we are not to be like the children of Israel when God delivered them from Egypt. I mean, God manifests his power. He manifests his presence. And they mumbled and they complained. They even accused God of bringing them out to the desert to kill them. That displeased God. See, when we're in a trial or tribulation, if you can't say nothing nice, if you can't praise God, be quiet. Keep your mouth shut. Praise God. Thank him. Allow the Holy Spirit to give you a scripture to stand on that promise. Having done all to stand. Take up your sword, with this, which is the word of God. Come against the attacks. Hallelujah. The missiles. And I mean, Satan will throw missiles at you. He will cause all kind of havoc in your life just to discourage you. So that you would begin to doubt the promises of God. And if you doubt, you're going to go longer through that trial. See, the children of Israel, all they had to do was believe God. A three-day journey, no, a 30-day journey lasted them 40 years. Because they mumbled and they complained all the way. We are not to be followed their example. It says, um, okay, then the word, so that you may be perfect and completely developed in your faith, lacking in nothing. God doesn't want us lacking in anything spiritually. Hallelujah. We must remember that Christ is being transformed in us. That we are being renewed. Hallelujah. Each time, beloved, that you pick up the word of God and you begin to uh, uh, chew on it, chew on it like a cow does. A cow eats grass, then it regurgitates. It eat, it, eat, eat it again. Begin to chew it in its teeth. Begin to meditate on, upon that particular scripture that the Holy Spirit is pointing to you. And it becomes a part of your life. 
And then you begin to walk in and see we are not only to be hearers and readers of the word, but then we have to put that word into practice, to be doers of the word. You know, lately the Lord has been laying on my heart the scripture that, that's in Jeremiah where he says, The people praise me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. God desires your heart. And when you're walking in faith, there is action. You begin to do what the word of God says for you to do. Hallelujah. If you're going through a trial, you don't complain. You just simply trust God. Father, I trust you. You said that you would never leave me nor forsake me. I know that you have not brought me this far to leave me in the hands of the adversary. Lord, you are a great deliverer. Begin to remind God of who he is. Hallelujah. Now, let's take a look at Joseph's life as an example. Now, Joseph went through some things, beloved, from his own family members. Joseph, hallelujah, his brothers were jealous of him. And because of that jealousy, not only did they throw him in a pit to try to kill him, but their conscience got pricked. So they got him out of the prick, and when some uh, Egyptian merchants were passing by, they sold him to the Egyptian merchants. Joseph's brothers, hallelujah, hated him because he happened to be the very first son of Israel, hallelujah, through Rachel. And is Jacob loved Rachel more than he loved Leah. So Joseph was Israel's very first son. And his father made a coat of colors for him. And the brothers got jealous. Glory to God. Not only did Joseph's trial result in outward good, but it was also the very trial of faith that produced in him the strength of character necessary to make him the ruler he was to become. Turn your swords to Psalm chapter 105 verse 17 to 21. And of course I'm going to read that out the Amplified Bible. 17 to 21 and it reads he sent a man before them Joseph who was sold as a slave until the time that this uh, his feet they hurt with shackles he was put in chains of iron until the time that his word of prophecy regarding his brothers came true the word of the Lord tested and refined him the king sent and released him, the ruler of the peoples of Egypt, and set him free. He made Joseph lord of his house and ruler of all his possession. See, the enemy, the enemy meant it for evil. But see, God turned that thing around for his good. Why? Because God had a plan and a purpose ahead of time for Joseph that his brother did not know about. Satan didn't even know about the plans that God had ahead of time. See, God is always planning ahead of time. We may not see beyond the trees, beloved, but God has a plan for your life. Turn to Numbers chapter 12, and we're going to read verse 3. Hold your place there. Equally so for Moses. 
Now, a lot of people follow the, the, the movie Moses, and, and which is totally incorrect. The movie is made by Hollywood, totally incorrect. But if you read the story about Moses, you'll find that in Genesis. Equally so for Moses. It was Moses 40 years in obscurity after apparent failure that made him the meekest man on earth. In Numbers chapter 12, verse 3, it says, out the Amplified Bible, Now the man Moses was very humble, gentle, kind, devoid of self-righteousness, more than any man who was on the face of the earth. Now they have a, 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 a Exodus movie that was made in 2015, I believe. And this character of Moses, they depict as having an attitude that he was angry all the time. But we just read here in Numbers chapter 12, verse 3, that Noah was a humble man. I mean, Moses was a very humble and meek man. In the midst of very difficulty, difficult times, we talk about Job. Job 2 was able to make a wonderful declaration. Job chapter 23 verse 10. Turn your swords there. Job 23 verse 10. And it reads out the Amplified Bible. But he knows the way that I take. And he and he pays attention to it. When he has tried me, I will come forth as refined gold, pure and luminous. See, God wants to purify you. He wants to remove all the impurities that are in your soul, man. He wants to purify you. And Job acknowledged that. Turn your swords to First Peter. Let me look at my time. Hallelujah. See if I still got some time. Okay. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because I want to get through um, lesson, uh, uh, lesson 19. Turn to 1 Peter chapter 1. 1 Peter chapter 1. Usually I would have recorded um, this session on a speaker. But like I said, my grandson, he uh, gangstered my television. Hallelujah. He gangstered the room and, and I wouldn't be able to do it because he was watching the movie. Glory to God. First Peter chapter 1. We're going to read verse 6 and 7. And I'm going to read that out the Amplified Bible. And it reads, In this you rejoice greatly, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you, are, you have been distressed by various trials. So that the genuineness of your faith, which is much more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though tested and purified by fire, may be found to result in your praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. See, God has a plan, beloved. He knows exactly what he's doing. Here in the Amplified Commentary, it talks in verse 7. It says that the genuineness of your faith 
as the purity of gold is brought forth by intense heat, so the re reality and purity of our faith are revealed as a result of the fiery trials we face. Ultimately, the testing of our faith not only demonstrates our capacity to bring glory to the Lord Jesus Christ when he comes. I'm sorry, I, didn't, I didn't, went before myself. He said, ultimately, the testing of our faith not only demonstrates our final salvation, but also develops our capacity to bring glory to the Lord Jesus Christ when he comes into his kingdom and we reign with him. Peter says that these trials of our faith are precious, of greater worth than gold. And we know that gold, hallelujah, is gold. Is gold. There is no price tag on gold. Hallelujah. Because they are producing within us the most valuable commodity there is. The character of Christ. Just as gold is purified by fire, so these trials of our faith act as the purifying force in our lives, producing praise, honor, and glory. I'm going to repeat that last verse. He says, just as gold is purified in fire, so these trials of our faith Act as the purifying force in our lives, producing praise, honor, and glory. Beloved, when I was going through, hallelujah. See, the enemy wanted me to stay in the pit. And he used people that called on the name of the Lord... To persecute me. Uh, to, to beat me down. I mean how low can you get? <laughs> Glory to God. But I believe God. I believed God beloved. I said father. I know that you are deliverer. I know that you love me. And I know, Father, that you have forgiven me. Father, I ask that you, Father, would send me somewhere that I can get deliverance, that I can begin my healing, hallelujah, and that I can be, hallelujah, released in my spirit. See, it, it began to wear me down, beloved, I'm telling you. It began to wear me down because I was in it for so long. And God, he directed me as a pastor. Hallelujah. Her name is Pastor Clark. And I just missed, she had a shed in it. I missed it. But the Holy Spirit told me to call her. And, and began to talk. I began to talk to her. And I began to tell her, Lord, Pastor Clark, I'm tired. I really need prayer. See, beloved, I could not even get some of the leaders that I knew to pray for me. I couldn't even get them to pray for me. You understand what I'm saying? Hallelujah. See, when you love somebody, when you really love them with the love of the Lord, 
and you see that they're going through, they don't need to ask you to pray for them. You will automatically take that brother or that sister and begin to pray for them and begin to uh, rebuke the devil off of their life. That's walking in love. That's love in action. I couldn't get nobody to pray for me, beloved. Hallelujah. And I'm talking about those that called on the name of the Lord. And when I did, they were, they were prophesying lies. They were tearing me down even more than what I was already. But God sent me to my pastor, Pastor Clark. She's my mentor. And I uh, went over there and we spent the night and we got up, we had breaths, all that. They began to pray for me. I felt, hallelujah, relief. I, feel, I felt it lift up off of me. And it's been, hallelujah, it's been a run ever since, beloved. That was two years ago. Hallelujah. And, and the things that God has brought me out of, I can praise him. I can honor him. I do glorify him. I do rejoice in him. People at the job wonder why I come to work happy all the time. Beloved, you know, I tell them, if you've been out of work for seven years and the Lord opens a door for you, hallelujah, you're going to be happy. I am happy because of what God has done for me. And I'm only telling you that to encourage you that any situation that you are in, any difficulty, any trial, God Yahweh Elohim, he is the one that can deliver you. Hallelujah. He will send you to the right people that will pray for you out of a heart of love and compassion. And them chains will drop. Them chains will be broken. See, it's an anointing that breaks the yoke. And in order to have that anointing, beloved, you got to have love in your heart for fellow man. You have to be walking in the pure love of Jesus Christ. See, Jesus loved everyone that he ministered to. He did not pass judgment on him them. He did not look at them. Even with the lady that had the, um, I forgot what a disease this is, that if you touch them, um, that uh, you, it was spread. It was a, a, a contagious disease. Jesus loved them. To the fact that he gave his life. Hallelujah. For us. Glory to God. And when he walked among his own kind. He did not pass judgment. He didn't even pass judgment on the lady. That was called an adultery. She wasn't married. We don't know if Mary Magdalene was married or not. We really don't know. All it said is that she was called in adultery. It didn't say if she was a prostitute or any of that. Hallelujah. But God, Jesus did not pass judgment upon her. Even though she was wrong and she was breaking the law. Hallelujah. The Ten Commandments. Jesus showed love and compassion towards her. He said, he that was out without stone, you throw the first, without sin, you throw the first stone. The Bible says that the oldest to the least of them walked away because all of them were guilty. Hallelujah. All of them were guilty. 
All of us are guilty. None of us have arrived, beloved. If you have arrived, hallelujah, then God will take you like he took Enoch. Enoch, hallelujah, he arrived. God took Enoch. And if you have arrived, beloved, then God needs to take you. Hallelujah. None of us have arrived. None of us. None of us are better than the other person. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Hallelujah. Let's continue on. It is interesting to compare Peter's statement with Jesus' parable in Matthew's chapter 25, verses 14 to 30. When Jesus returns for us, these trials of faith that we have endured and conquered will be for our one praise. Well done, good and faithful servant. You know, I placed this, this, this scripture on my Facebook page. And I said, I, I, I want when the day that Christ come, I, this is what I want. I want to hear him say good. He, I want to hear, hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into my rest. Somebody made a statement behind that. Had nothing to do. They had lack of understanding of why I said what I said. Because I want to be an overcomer, beloved. I want to conquer every trial by faith. Trusting in the Lord. And I know because I'm saying this, I'm going to be tested. And I pray that my faith does not fail. Hallelujah. But he said, praise, one, honor. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many. Glory, enter into the joy of your master. Turn your swords to 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and uh, verse 14 and hold your place there. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. The Christian is invincible. Even in the worst of circumstances, God's power is available to alter the course of those circumstances so that they produce good for us. As Paul declares in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, Verse 14, he said, but thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us spreads and makes evident everywhere the sweet fragrance of the knowledge of him. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We are able, beloved, to stand and to be overcomers. Hallelujah, in any trial or circumstance. Some of us, we need, um, some of us need others in our life to uplift us and to encourage us in the things of the Lord. Hallelujah. But know this, that God is at all the well at work on the inside of you to do of his good will and pleasure. He said that he would never leave you nor forsake you. Hallelujah. He said that he would never leave you nor forsake you. Hallelujah. Now, let me uh, let me check my time. Hallelujah. 
My goodness, I ran out of time. Hallelujah. I don't want to stop it right now. But I'm, I ran out of time on tomorrow. Hallelujah. Hopefully tomorrow I'll be able to broadcast. Um, I have something I need to do in the morning. But hopefully at 12 noon I'll be back to finish the rest of lesson 19. Because there's only three pages left. And I, I want, as an assignment, I want you to read Romans 8, verse 28. And I want, I want you to meditate upon that. I want you to rememberize it. I want it to be written upon the tables of your heart. And, and, and anything that you're going through, beloved, ask the Holy Spirit to strengthen and increase your faith using this particular scripture. Whatever you're going through, beloved, stand on Romans 8. Verse 28. Hallelujah. Tomorrow we'll be talking about the qualifications of Romans chapter 8 verse 28 on tomorrow. How, talking about love. How do we love God? Glory to God. We'll talk about the hope of his calling. What is the hope of Christ's calling? Hallelujah. And our great examples. Only three pages left in lesson 19. And I will be finishing that up on tomorrow. Glory to God. You know the Lord is good. And he's worthy to be praised, beloved. Hallelujah. And even as I talk to you even now, I think about his goodness. And, and tears are welling up in my eyes. Because I know that God is faithful. Sometimes I fail, beloved. I'm not perfect. I'm human. Sometimes I get discouraged. And I'm going to admit that to you. Sometimes I do get discouraged. See, I don't want to be just a believer that goes to church and, and that's it. I hear a good word. And I heard a good word Sunday. Good word. I hear the word. And, and, and you know, we every word that we hear, you know, a circumstance is going to come in our life that we will have to, we're going to be tried by what we receive. Glory to God. But we want to be kingdom-minded people that we stand on the word of God, that we trust God. Hallelujah. Doing all that we have done to stand. We are standing on the promises of God. God is faithful. He can trust you. He'll never lie to you. He'll never abandon you. He'll never turn around and stab you in the back. Nor will he cause his people to do that. That's the enemy. All flesh. All flesh. Hallelujah. Because they have not had a funeral. If you have to have a funeral every day, beloved, until that old man is put away permanently, do it. If you have not heard the very beginning, hallelujah, the very beginning of our lessons in Roman, go back on, uh, on a Mixler or Spreaker and listen to them. You have been delivered and set free, hallelujah, from the domain of darkness. Sin no longer has power over you if you have identified yourself in Christ's death, his burial, and his resurrection through baptism. And you have been filled with the Holy Spirit. You have been sealed with the promise of God. You've been delivered from sin. The, the Sin has no dominion over you. Hallelujah. 
But most of us, we have to walk in that, beloved. Even I do. Hallelujah. These the Romans, this lesson has really truly been blessing me. We have to learn to walk in what we receive. And it's not easy, beloved. It's not. Uh, hey, trials come. We, hey. I, I'm constantly fighting against the lies that the enemy want to speak in my ears. Like on last night, the enemy, the enemy, hallelujah. I had to rise up in my spirit and begin to rebuke the devil. I had to come against witchcraft prayers. I had to come against the spirit of jealousy. In the name of Jesus, you shall not enter into my life any longer. I had to face that snake. I had to face that devil on last night. See, because my spirit, something happened last night. My spirit was not at rest. It wasn't at peace. Hallelujah. After this, this um, conversation that I had with someone. And I had to come against it. In the name of Jesus, we must pray for our brothers and sisters, beloved, to be delivered. And what I mean by being delivered, that they would die to the flesh. Hallelujah. I am real. I'm as real as I can be. I'm going to keep it real with you. I am a critter. Hallelujah. And I have to stay in the word and keep myself checked. I cannot put myself in situations that I that I uh, that the, the enemy that can tempt me, especially with the flesh. Glory to God. Everyone has not overcome. Everyone has not arrived in the area that they're dealing with. But I guarantee you, beloved, if you continue, if you continue to hold on to the promises of God, if you continue to stick with me through these classes. I guarantee you that God is going to do something awesome on the inside of you. You will not be the same. And if you have, if you have not signed up for our, our mailing list to receive these lessons in Romans that I'm doing, write wog.vitw at hotmail.com and I will send it to you. Glory to God. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Father, that you're teaching us how to rejoice and to praise you and to honor you in our trials, in our difficulties, Lord. Father, that we will begin to praise you from the depth of our bellies, O oh Lord God, and sincerely mean it, Lord God. Father, and that you would cover us in the blood of your son, Yeshua. Father, we place all things in your hands. You said, come and cast your cares upon me because I care for you. Father, we cast our cares upon you. So we give it to you, Lord God, because you are well able to have in. So we give it to you, Lord God, because you are well able to handle them. And we thank you, Father, that your peace, Father, you pour out your peace upon us. And we receive that peace on the inside, Lord, in our inner man. And we thank you, Lord, that you are strengthening our soul, man, that you are strengthening our spirit to continue to stand on your promises. If it's just saying, Father, I trust you. Father, if it's just saying, I trust you, Lord. Hallelujah. We, Father, I thank you for your word on tonight. I thank you, Lord, for the work that you're doing on the inside of your, your, your beloved, Lord, your, your people. 
Thank you for the anointing Christ the Messiah returns. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the anointing that comes to break the yokes. Thank you, Father. And we ask these things and we seal this prayer in the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that no weapon formed against us after this lesson will prosper. Hallelujah. And I bind up every backlashing angels to war on the people. I bind you and I loose the warring angels to war on the people's behalf. Father, and I thank you for the Holy Ghost that comes to seal us. I thank you, Father, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, we pray, amen. Well, beloved, God bless you. Hallelujah. I see that it reconnected and you probably didn't have the prayer, the warfare prayer that I was praying. See, because the enemy didn't want you to receive it. Hallelujah. But he is bound in your life. Every assignment is canceled. Every backlasting spirit that will come against you for receiving this word has been canceled. And you are covered in the blood of Yeshua HaMashiach. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Glorify God. Glorify God. Glorify. Hallelujah. Give him the praise, beloved. Praise him in the midst of the storm. And he will pour out his peace upon you. Glory to God. Well, until tomorrow, beloved. Hallelujah. Hopefully, I'll be back by noon. If not, I'm going to have to continue on the lesson on my phone. Hallelujah. Um, it might be on Mixler or Spreaker, because I can't do both on my phone. Hallelujah. But um, check both of them. Glory to God. More, nine times out of ten is going to be on Spreaker, because I have three hours on Spreaker. I only have an hour on Mixler. And you know that I like to take my time into the study. Hallelujah. Looking up the scriptures. We not, might not even finish lesson 19 tomorrow, but I'm going to try, beloved. Well, may God bless you. May God keep you. May God's face shine upon you as you continue to seek his face by sitting at his feet and learning from him. Until then, beloved, God bless you and shalom. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.